Chapter sixty nine of the Holiest of All by Andrew Murray. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Christopher Smith. Chapter sixty nine through the Eternal Spirit. Hebrews chapter nine, verse fourteen. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the Eternal Spirit offered himself without blemish unto God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? one might well ask for the reason why the blood of christ which hath had such infinite power in conquering sin and death and in opening heaven to christ and to us does not exercise a mightier influence even in earnest christians in cleansing our heart and lifting us into a life in the joy of god's presence the first answer must be that we seek too little for a real insight into its divine and infinite worth the blood of the heavenly Son, shed in the power of the eternal Spirit, could not but again return heavenward. As God's Spirit leads us by faith to gaze on its power in heaven, and to see how through all heaven its power is manifest, we shall learn to expect and to receive its working to keep us in God's presence, in a power above all that thought can conceive. The same eternal Spirit, through whom the blood shedding took place, will effect in us the blood sprinkling too, and make us indeed partakers of what it has accomplished in God's presence above. This is a lesson of the utmost consequence. If the blood is his who offered himself to God through the eternal spirit, if it is in the power and life of that spirit that the blood was brought into heaven and now has its place there, we may be sure that the spirit will ever work with and in that blood. There are three that bear witness on earth, the Spirit and the water and the blood. The Spirit and the blood must and will ever go together. We must not limit our faith in the power of the blood in our heart to what we can understand. Our faith must ever be enlarging to expect that the Holy Spirit, according to his hidden but almighty and uninterrupted working, can maintain the heavenly efficacy of the blood in a way to us inconceivable. Just as Christ is the visible revelation on earth and in heaven of the invisible God, so the Holy Spirit again is the communication of the life and redemption of the unseen Christ. The Holy Spirit is the power of the inner life. Within us, down in the to ourselves inaccessible depths of our being, He is able, as the eternal Spirit, to maintain in them that yield to Him the divine power of the blood to cleanse from sin and to give abiding access to the presence of god let him who would know to the full the mighty the divine the inexpressible power and blessing the blood each moment can bring in him remember it was through the eternal spirit it was shed in connection with this there is still another lesson the spirit not only applies the power of the blood but in doing so he reveals its spiritual meaning the blood has its value not from the mere act of physical suffering and death but from the inner life and disposition that animated christ in shedding it it is the blood of the lamb who offered himself without blemish unto god with which our heart is brought into a divine and living contact self-offering self-sacrifice was the disposition of which the blood was the expression and from which alone it had its worth where the eternal spirit communicates the power of the blood he communicates this disposition 
Christ humbled himself and became obedient to death. Therefore, as the Lamb of God who gave his blood, he was the embodiment of meekness and humility and submissive surrender to God's will. It was our pride and self-will that was the very root and life of sin in us. As we are washed in the blood of the Lamb, his spirit of meekness and submissiveness and obedience will work in us, because the same eternal spirit through which the blood was shed applies it in our hearts. We know what it means to wash our clothes in water, how they are plunged into it and saturated with it, until the water carries off all defilement. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses from all sin, because the eternal spirit imparts the very life and power of which that precious bloodshedding was the outcome and the fruit. This is the power that cleanses the conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Not the blood only as shed upon earth, as the first object of our faith for pardon, but the blood as shed through the eternal spirit and glorified in the spirit life of heaven brings us truly into the inner sanctuary and empowers us to serve him as the living God. As nothing but the eternal spirit could have overcome or redeemed fallen nature, as Christ took it upon him, so nothing can possibly overcome or redeem the fallen soul or body of any child of Adam but that same overcoming and redeeming spirit, really living and acting in it, in the same manner as it did in the humanity of Christ. We live in the dispensation of the Spirit, the Spirit of God's Son, who hath been sent for this into our heart. It is the dispensation of the inner life in which we are brought into the inner sanctuary, the secret of his presence, and the inner sanctuary is found within us, in that secret inner place which none but God's Spirit can search out. In that hidden depth is the house God hath prepared for himself. There, in the inner man, the Holy Spirit will reveal, in a way that sense and reason cannot apprehend, the power of Christ's blood to cleanse and bring God nigh. Oh, let us believe the infinite mysteries with which we are surrounded. And above all, this mystery too, that within us, the blood of Christ, the Lamb of God, that mystery of mysteries, is being applied and kept in full action by the eternal Spirit, cleansing us and revealing God's presence in us. What a mystery! What blessedness! A heart sprinkled with the blood of the Son of God! To walk before God day by day with the blood of His Son upon us! to know that the Lamb of God sees us washed in his own blood. Oh, we need, let us ask, the Eternal Spirit to make all this clear to us. If our faith is only to believe what our reason can make clear to us, no wonder the power of the blood effects so little. Let us have faith, not in what we understand, but let us have faith in God and the heavenly, the inexpressibly glorious realities of the blood and spirit of the Son. What a tender, careful, holy fear comes upon a soul that lives in the full and living consciousness of the blessed reality, a heart sprinkled with the blood of the Lamb. Beware of trying to comprehend all the blood means, or of being discouraged when you fail of doing so. The blood in heaven is a divine and inscrutable mystery. Be content to believe in its efficacy. When the Holy Spirit comes into the heart in power, 
he applies the blood in a power far beyond what we can think or understand. End of chapter 69